Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. Welcome, everyone, to the Robert Patton Global Podcast. It's a fantastic day. I hope you're having a wonderful day experience this moment i'm here with stetson bardfield he is a paralympic uh rifle marksman shooter uh, he shoots in the prone position we're very honored to have him here today thank you stetson for joining me yeah absolutely thank you for having me i love love doing this uh one yeah no thank you again and i love it also and uh it's been a while we haven't had a too much opportunity to connect over the, uh, I guess it's been about a year or more even. And Just about, yeah. Yeah. And one interesting thing to start off with is that you live at the uh, Colorado Springs Olympic Training Center. Yes, I do. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, you might think it's cool. People might look from the outside and be like, whoa, that's cool. Is it cool? Oh, I think it's amazing. Um, okay. So one thing that's really, really cool is it's, it's free room and board, and we have our own dining hall where we're able to have any kind of um, health, healthy food that we need. Um, and it's really, really nice because any kind of diet that we need to adjust to, depending on the athlete, we're able to do that here. Yeah, you can get like a diet specified to your athletic goals and if you want to exactly. cut weight, gain weight gain muscle yep. that sounds kind of like the performance uh institute uh from the ufc just created their own performance training center in las vegas and the athletes go there to optimize their output and you know input and all that yeah stuff. pretty cool i'm creating my own train training center here at the house i've been having uh, dylan king who is like he comes and trains me in uh, jujitsu which i imagine you might be pretty good at actually have you ever tried that i haven't tried it no i i've always been interested in trying some kind of martial art because it's um something that would be very interesting with me having uh double leg amputation you know the double prosthetics and um having my arms affected the way that they are and i've always found it really interesting yeah well and that's why i mentioned jujitsu in particular because it's, it's mostly rolling and mm -hmm. the i i enjoy it people think it's gay no homo whatever <laughs> but like because you're like rolling around with another dude but there's something very therapeutic about the resistance the it's kind of like a mental chess match, but it's just when you're mm -hmm. done rolling, it's, it's unlike any other workout you've ever had. Have you ever yeah. been in a, in a fight? Uh, not. not really. No, I usually try to keep the peace. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had been in many fights by the time I was your age. And mm -hmm. I don't know that I ever felt good afterwards, but there is a sense of peace. And this is like a simulated 
because like every every after every fight I got in, or like most of them, we always like hugged it out or shook hands, and we were like friends afterwards, which yeah. was, an, was also an interesting kind of response to a fight. You end up yeah. being friends. You're like, oh okay. I, you gain respect for the person, but yeah, and maybe that's part of the jujitsu also. But point is, you're there, you know. I met, and and I think, I mean, wrestling is close enough, in my opinion. Do you ever have you ever done that? I've done a little bit of wrestling. Yeah, um, my one of my friends that actually loads for me while I'm shooting, um, just because I'm not physically capable of loading the gun for myself. He is a retired wrestler, uh, and he took me into the into the training mat here and taught me a little bit about wrestling and it was really really fun i don't like the learning as much as i do the actual the practice of it because that's like <laughs> the majority of it is like okay i'm going to show you all these moves and then then we'll practice it for like two minutes and then you're like the the doing is where i love what i love about it yeah and well we learned by doing it Oh, good. So yeah, okay. we were we were kind of in the act the whole time as he was kind of teaching me different moves that I need to do to be able to do different things. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, you're strong. Obviously, I, I think I see you lifting weights and whatnot <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, I, I lift a little bit. What's so okay? So we're gonna get deep. You ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. Oh, okay, I mean because like you you have a very positive demeanor, attitude, disposition, and I, I'm like, what thoughts are going through your head? Like on a given day, we all have these repetitive thoughts, sort of playing in our mind. But like to keep such a positive attitude, I'm I'm I'm, I'm curious what's uh, going on in your head. There's definitely a lot of up and downs. Um, it's not always 100% positive. I usually try to keep um, everyone around me positive, which is why I'm able to seem so positive to everyone. Um, but I mean, I do. I have a lot of you know stuff that's going on in my life, especially right now, that is on the more negative side. And, and adapting to that has been a challenge. But... You know, one one of the biggest things that I, I heard recently that really sank in with me is I didn't come this far to only come this far. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a perfect example of, you know, no matter what is being thrown at you right now, I came this far to go further. I didn't come this far to stay right here in this one spot. No. I'm like, now in my mind... In my mind's eye, <clears throat> I'm seeing waves, and mm. you're like walking out, <clears throat> trying to get out into the ocean depth, but you know waves come in and kind of crash upon you. But like you said, you didn't come this far. You're trying to get out to sea. You got to get through those waves. Exactly. And <clears throat> so, even though they're knocking you back, you didn't come this far to stay. To come this far, you came this far to keep going. Exactly. To like continue that. to fight harder and become stronger. Totally. And another, my brain, it just works the way it works. And what I love about this is you kind of get to say whatever you want to say and mm -hmm. there's no consequences. And uh, we can always edit it out. But what's cool about the time that we exist in 
is for you being a paraplegic, which I don't know if that really came out to anyone out there. That means, well, not paraplegic, but no. So the disability that I was born with was it, or it's called arthrogryposis multiplex congenita. Um, And what that does is it causes your joints to fuse while you're in the womb, as well as your muscles to not develop properly. Um, And in that, um, when I was about four years old, my, my legs were, when I was born, they were fused at about a 90 degree angle. And so when I was four years old, we made the decision to have them amputated. And since then I I've run, I've, I've walked, I've done everything I could possibly, I couldn't even imagine doing when I still had my legs. Because they were they were at a ninety degree angle and you couldn't use them, right? Yeah, I was I was only able to walk on my knees. Oh my god! See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what? How? You had your both of your legs chopped off at the knees, essentially, mm-hmm. and you you know you're married recently. You yep, March eighteenth. You know, March eighteenth. Yep, that's when we got married. Thank you. And, you know, someone might be like, you're never going to get married. And you're, here you are. I saw your wife. She's very lovely. And, you know, it's like you got the like that's one of the main that's like the main component of life. You're So you're not missing out on that. Exactly. And, yeah. Um, I definitely got some very rude comments growing up and even as of now, you know, asking how in the world did I end up with someone that beautiful stuff like that um haters yeah exactly uh, uh, i grew up being told that i was not going to find anyone because i was too disabled that it would be too hard for anyone like it's hard enough for normal guys if you will to get a date and or at least in our minds or whatever it is I went like seven years pretty much zero action no dates nothing and i, I was like in a pretty deep state of depression or I was like, what is wrong with me? You know, like, and this is during sheath. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in the middle of a master's program, getting my master's degree. I'm building sheath. It's clearly got legs. It's, you know, it's growing and like, yep. no one would look at me, but yet you have, you know, and, and I've seen you in the past and people like you, you know, people, you're, <laughs> people are attracted to you. Uh, males and females you you don't seem to be struggling in that the just the department of having friends and yeah and i would say the biggest reason for that is because i'm approachable um being disabled definitely makes me a little a little easier to approach just because you know you're you don't feel threatened by me at all really and that's one thing that I, I'm i'm happy about because i love people a lot I love talking to them, love spending time with them. And it just, it makes it that much easier to be able to, you know, make friends. Yes. I know I'm, I'm remembering our, one of our first encounters, we were at a trade show. I think you were driving around this bionic kind of contraption where it had the wheels that it was, it was like a. Kind of looked like a tank. It was the action track chair action track chair it sounds like how cool it was because it it had like tank wheels and you were kind of just sitting in it like if you were a soldier 
going coming over the horizon on one of those things with a gun in your hand and there was a bunch of them you know whoever was on the other side of that would be in trouble i imagine yeah and, but and then you use that to go hunting or no? yeah i uh i've used it for hunting fishing i've gotten probably about three antelope in that chair alone dang mm-hmm. i need to go hunting with you or something i need to get i need to get an elk oh yeah or, that would be fun elk are probably the hardest to get i've only gotten one and i've been on about three or four elk hunts what's so hard uh just they're they're very strong for one and they're very uh skittish yeah mm-hmm. well my friend just went to a ranch here somewhere in Colorado, I think, and he mm-hmm. said it was. They had like five thousand of them, and they just wow. dro- they just drove up on a herd. And I'll tell the story. It's pretty fucked up, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Two new sh- hunters, my friend and this other guy, they're both <clears throat> about. They're both setting up to take it to take their shots. They, I guess, they're instructed to take them at the same time because if one takes one, then the other the herd's going to run away, etc. So they. One of them misses the shot. The other one blows like this back of the spine off of the other elk. And I'm like, you know, that hurt. You want it to be a clean kill. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be blowing off parts of the elk. Yeah. I mean, ideally, right? Mm-hmm. I've never really <clears throat> been hunt. I, I, I've been, I went hunting with my grandfather when I was really young and he killed a deer. And that was a whole gross experience with the shit and the guts. And because they, uh, gutted it and all that stuff you know mm-hmm. blood maybe that's why i haven't hunted but i, I want the meat mm-hmm. um antelope because, meat is my personal favorite it just to me it tastes the best what about my so my reasoning isn't because it tastes good per se i want to feel mm-hmm. that raw wild energy coursing through my veins mm-hmm. you get any of that yeah it's definitely um there's a lot of adrenaline that starts running through your body as soon as you find an animal and you, the the hunt begins, really. The hunt itself is just going out and having fun. But when that point hits where you see the, the animal and you know, you're looking at it through the scopes, a, a lot of adrenaline starts hitting. Your heart starts pounding. What about when you eat it, though? It's a, It's a good... It's a good feeling eating it because for me, it's more of a, I got this by myself. I didn't need someone else to get this food for me. I hunted it and cooked it myself. Yeah, that's what I want. It's a very, very good feeling. Sense of accomplishment and satisfaction that comes from knowing. And like every bite you take, you maybe even have this memory of the event you're out mm-hmm. there in the woods with your friends and, and whatever it's all instead of there's no connection to the burger on my plate that I got from Safeway, you know, that we threw on the grill. <laughs> yeah. And, but also more importantly, like I want to stress this and I, I don't know that it's true or not because I haven't had a chance to really eat a good, portion of and you know over time of wild game but mm-hmm. i just feel like you if you are what you eat and we're constantly eating cows that were factory farmed sitting in ca- uh, cattle stalls for their whole life and whatever the whole process of that 
mundane existence and tragic and everything. We're eating that. Would I feel better if I was eating this animal that lived a free life up until the last moment that never even saw it coming and, you know, fed on really healthy, maybe wild grasses and whatnot. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm asking. Like when you eat it, is it different than eating a bird? Well, you you can easily taste a difference in the quality. Um, And the quality alone is really amazing. Um, And then, yeah, you absolutely, you feel better because, you know, you're eating things that aren't processed and unhealthy and all of that. Um, it's, it's very much a, it, you can tell it's, it's healthier just by tasting it and it still tastes really good. And, um, yeah, I mean, the sense of accomplishment while you're eating that is absolutely real. Um, there have been several times where every once in a while I'll, I'll eat some of the antelope that I got a little while back and, you know, we'll have it as jerky while I'm snacking on the range while I'm shooting and stuff like that. And it's just really, really great. That sounds awesome. I'm eager to make that happen. We have deer walking out around like in our front yard and I'm like, I could just mm-hmm. kill, I could just kill this deer right now. I wouldn't even suspect it. They're very, tame or or like they've been acclimated to the human interaction because they're not scared at all they will like walk right up on you up here in woodland park if anyone's in woodland park let's Mm -hmm. go have coffee well like i said we'll have to do that as as time goes on what's your what's your schedule like these days uh as of right now it's um it's it's not very big on the competition aspects um my next competition isn't until next year in May, uh, and I'll be going back to Lima, Peru at that point. But until then, I don't really have anything but training and surviving. But it, do you get to leave there? Uh, we have to put in an off-complex request, um, which most of the time will get accepted. It just depends on what you're doing, of course. Um, if you're just going off to pick up some food or stuff like that, then it's totally fine. But um, they're really trying to keep hold of um, this virus and make sure that it's not spreading anywhere. And it's not real, bro. It's fake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything. And I agree. And that's what I, that's okay. So it's like really bad now. I, I imagine, or it has been since March ish. Well, yep, you must so, have just got married. Did you get married during COVID? Yeah, right so on. we got married right before the office that we went got went and got married had closed the wow. day before. Wow. Um, and I I stayed with my wife for a little while because, um, you know, I just I wasn't able to really come back to the training center because they completely shut it down. Um, so I stayed with my wife for a little bit, and then July twenty fifth, I believe, I moved back on complex, and. It's very much, um, very much closed right now still, but we're allowed to come back on because they understand that athletes need to train as much as possible. And training is not being maximized by not being allowed to come on complex. No, I imagine not. And your sport is unique in the way that you need a facility 
and also even like probably assistance with the training setting up you like loading loading your weapon and whatnot like you said yeah are they what are you shooting are you shooting bullets are you shooting so i am shooting a 177 caliber pellet it's an air gun um yeah very very high precision rifle though um normally on a day-to-day basis i'm usually shooting about at about a minimum of 80 to 100 shots and then a maximum of about 300 shots and within that whole time period 99.9 percent of those shots that i'm shooting are within the grouping size of a drinking straw hole no way i was thinking i think a dime even smaller than a dime. No, it's a it's about a drinking straw hole for our ten ring. <clears throat> the amount of concentration that is required to keep that shot group, I imagine, is mm-hmm. it takes like, a lot. Um, yeah, well, my, you, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say my uh, my mental uh, state is a lot stronger than my physical, of course, uh, just because of shooting and growing up with my disability, but it's taken a lot of training to be able to get to the point that I'm at now where I'm able to sit in the range for, I mean, four to six hours and really dig deep and go for exactly what I need and keep that mental focus for that long. That's Wow. Yeah, because now I'm thinking of the opponents and them having to do that, and you're all competing over something the size of, you know, like a drinking straw hole, the, the accuracy that mm-hmm. you're striving for. And that's see. just our 10 ring. So our yeah. 10 ring is about the size of a drinking hole, drinking straw hole. And our our good shots is about a 10.7 to a 10.9. A 10.9 is the equivalent of hitting a period on a newspaper with a 12.5. Wow. That's, I mean, that's like some surgical level shooting, you know? Mm-hmm. If you had to do surgery on a guy from 100 yards away, get <laughs> get Stetson and his airsoft rifle. It's not an airsoft rifle. It's rude. Oh, that's okay. It's, it's, an, it's an air rifle. What is it? I'm just joking. Anyways, this is a, a comedy. This is a comedy podcast. We do politics, not very often though, because it gets controversial. Yeah, that's com- good. <laughs> comedy, and mostly a, it's mostly a success-oriented, driven podcast. Mm-hmm. Like what it takes to be successful, and you know that level of dedication is one thing. You know, sitting on yeah. the range from four to six hours. I don't know how, how often you're doing that, but like that's uh, every day, but the weekends. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to say so you do that every day and you say, no, I do it once a week, but okay. That's a lot. And mm-hmm. if someone were to dedicate themselves to anything with that level of time and persistence, I believe, you know, it's like whether you're acting, mu- music, art, human resources you know being a lawyer whatever you you, you're going to become that thing Mm -hmm. maybe you might be at the lowest level of the profession but like i hate when people say you can't do something and and even if it's being an actor and i know it's like super competitive and 
whatever but if you really want to do something and especially these days with i mean with that example you can make your own youtube movie you know like get creative oh yeah absolutely what i was gonna go to your your instagram page i hadn't been there in a while but um you know what do you do outside of training to inspire people or just um yeah i i haven't been able to get out a lot before everything started happening earlier this year i um i was a tour guide here at the olympic training center for a while and i got to i got to meet probably up to i would say about up to 50 people every other hour especially during the summer we had big rushes coming through and you know i got to meet a lot of people tell them my story and really really explain to everyone that like look i i was given pretty much the bottom of the barrel when it comes to physical but i'm still I'm still making an incredible life for myself. I've already gone to Lima, Peru for the para, para Pan American Games and won gold while I was there. Um, gold yep. medal, baby. Is yep. it real, real gold? gold? It is. No way. Yep, I, I got a real wondering. gold medal. Dang, how, how, how much does it weigh? <laughs> uh, it, it's a good weight. Um, whenever you come down here, I can let you hold it and everything. That sounds great. I'm, I'm actually holding... One kilo of refined or fine silver, which mm-hmm. if you if you trade in silver for gold, it's worth probably like one of those like quarter size coins. But it's mm-hmm. silver; it's pretty it's pretty hefty. Yeah. Um, am I? I'm just curious because I've since our newfound quasi success as an organization, I've mm-hmm. <laughs> found myself uh, quite a, interested in precious metals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. Well, with precious metals, I mean gunmetal, I mean mm-hmm. silver, gold. I'm just kidding when I said metals, because mm-hmm. the especially right now in my house, we I stopped we stopped watching the news because I feel like they put, put, uh, intentionally put news stories up that are kind of divisive to get mm. us kind of like riled up and stuff. So I'm just like, we don't, we watch the office. I was just saying that I I'm very much a people person, like I said before. And you know, it's, it's really sad to see like how many people are so politically driven that they don't want to be friends with other people anymore. It's, it's yeah, really so much sad. More that, unites us than divides us. I mean, they're really having to really dig for these issues that divide us. Why are they trying Mm -hmm. to divide us? Because we won't look at what they're doing up there. And I, and I have a feeling there's a little bit of shenanigans going on up there. Power corrupts. Absolutely. They say maybe not, maybe they're all angels. I think there's a little (laughs) something going on and that's why they want us to not necessarily be united as a people because Mm -hmm. then we might, become powerful anyways i'll stop i'll stop stop. (laughs) like with me i'm not a political person at all at all at all um i i have my own personal views on some things that are going on but i'm not going to debate someone on them i'm not going to fight someone on them i'm especially not going to lose a friend because of them yeah 
No, and I've actually lost a couple of friends. When Trump won, my, one of my friends, I didn't even vote for him, but I did not. I also didn't vote for Hillary. And he, it was the, I was kind of laughing about it. Like, that's funny. And he like lost his shit. And he was mm-hmm. so pissed that Trump won. And I'm sorry. I was like, you're insane. And I'm not talking to you. And I, so, <laughs> but I, so I have lost a friend because of it. But like you said, uh, you know, I don't want to lose any more because of it. And yeah, yeah I don't think everyone I don't takes think he it was so really personal. Yeah. Yeah. He took it like way like hardcore crazy. And a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. Um, curious to see what's going to happen here. But I, we will shift gears when I, and when I say curious what's going to happen, I'm in, in this election. It's going to yeah. be a going to be a nail biter, but we'll 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 hold our our breath and see what happens. What do you do in terms of self expression? When I say self expression, you know, singing, podcasting, reading, art. You know, what like do you do thing? What do you do? Well, I I do actually have one song that I have released recently. Um, it's a very personal song it's very emotional um it's it's about my uh my mother and i's relationship wow Um, eminem eminem style uh not not exactly but i mean kind of (laughs) yeah okay my my mom my mom was never never abusing drugs or anything she was she did drink quite a bit um but most of it was she just she was never there um I normally was the one raising my sisters and, you know, it was a rough time growing up, but I do feel like it made me stronger and has definitely, it's made me a little more, I'm trying to think of how to word it. It it makes me care a little bit less about what other people say about me only because it's more, it, it really depends on who it is more than the amount of people that say it. Wow. Because because the way I I look at it is if if 20 people are saying they don't like me and I'm a bad person, but there's one or two people that love me and we are really good friends and we've been friends from the start, obviously I'm going to want to listen to those two people instead of the 20 because that's what I need in my life to continue to move forward and become better. Negativity is such a hard thing to deal with. And a lot of people deal with it. I mean, kids in school, adults that are maybe going through a hard time at work. And it's really, really sad to see all of it because it's, it really is a lot of, you know, they're letting the negativity get to them and setting instead of, looking at the positive and seeing what they do have. Is that how, is that what the song is about? Like letting go of the negativity and seeing the positive or. Yeah. So that song that, well, I I don't know if it was about letting go of the negativity quite yet. Um, I do plan on releasing another song eventually. Um, I'd like to release it soon, but it just kind of depends. But most of what that song is, is, you know, it's it's a good it's a goodbye message. Um, it's oh, really wow. just kind of saying that, like, 
you, you hurt me a lot, but it's time for me to let it go and move on to the next chapter. Great. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was talking about, you know, like mm-hmm. so that kind of expression and it can be healing. Like it, it is. Like, it absolutely is. Yeah. Wow. I was not expecting that you're and you're releasing it on like SoundCloud or something or what? So that song is currently on Apple music, YouTube and Spotify. Wow. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, it's called Oceanside by Catalyst. I write that down. Ocean yeah, and Cat- Catalyst is obviously my my artist name. Cool name. Thank you. With a C, like normal, just spelled normally. Yep, C A T A L Y S T. Yeah, I spelled it right. Wow, I, I don't have oh. any songs. That's pretty cool. I'll have to check it out. You know, we have a record label. Just saying, I'm not necessarily really? going to sign you. But yes, Time Wheel, shout out to Time Wheel. My brother who will be producing this uh, is the CEO, uh, originator, creator of Time Wheel, which I'm a part owner of. But yeah, if you go to timewheel.net, you'll see all of the artists, music, and... Well, I would love to see if I could collab with them, of course. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's not a yes or no, but I mean, it's worth a shot. It's always worth a shot. Yeah, yeah, we have and we have some really good artists that I feel mm-hmm. should have been signed and are <laughs> not currently. And like Josiah mm-hmm. Brooks, he's one of our models on on Instagram, ripped, shredded, tatted up, kind of mm-hmm. black dude, super good friend of mine, great yeah. musician. They didn't sign him because mm-hmm. it's it's a style of music that, that is. Um, you know, it's my, and I leave that to my brother. I, I, I would like to be a little bit involved in like some of the talent selection. Cause I'm like, this dude is bumping over here. This, but this is my kind of music. He, mm-hmm. it's a more of an indie psychedelic kind of. Interesting. Okay. And it, yeah. And I don't know what your music is like, so we'll have to see, but. Um, so mine, out. mine is very closely. Um, I would say I would, re- I would relate it closely to like nf it's 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 rap music it's very like emotionally heavy um the the song that i'm working on right now i'm trying to find some good music for the background to it and um you know figure out my own rapping voice Um, cool it's it's called the depression conclusion damn um and in the song, I'm I'm really, in in the very beginning even, I, I'm trying to, you know, sign people up to try to end depression. You know, it's not ever going to completely go away, but um, in the very begin beginning of the song, I'm talking about, you know, welcome. Why would why do you want to sign up? Um, you know, there's, there's, oh gosh, I could even pull it up for you if you want. I've got, um, I do. Yeah. Because yeah, like, what are you signing? Well, I like signing up for depression. Is that was signing up to, for the conclusion of depression, getting rid of it. Okay, good. Yeah. Let <clears throat> me, uh, let me pull that up real quick because. While you pull that up, I would like to tell everyone you can go to sheathunderwear.com and get yourself some of our brand new mesh. 
underwear, the airflow. People are loving those. I'm loving them. You'll love them. If you love sheath, you're going to like shit yourself over these. Whatever. Not that, but you're going to be <laughs> excited because sheath is great. I love their stuff. Oh man, you're too kind. Yes. Oh man, I'm 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 not even just saying it to say it. I'm being totally honest. It's the only it's the only sheath I wear now. Hey, we don't even say the U word. We just say sheath. Oh, look at these pictures. You guys should go check out his Instagram, Stetson Barfield underscore twenty twenty seven hundred and four followers. It's not bad. Um, he's cooking burgers. He's shooting rifles. You didn't come this far to only come this far, people. Mm-hmm. He's making dreams come true. And he's representing the good old USA, baby, baby. <laughs> sheath hat. And sheath shirt. And sheath hat. Very cool. Did you find it? Yep, I got it right here. Uh, so the very first bit of it is, um, I'm here to spot to inspire you and hire you to be one of us. So fill out this application right here in front of you and follow us. Help us make the help us make the difference we're trying to make, a change that some people would call a mistake. First you need to identify what's going on inside, whether it's biological or psychological, or maybe it's both. But people still believe it's a hoax, even though globally over two hundred and sixty-four million people have been diagnosed. But on top of that, if you're an alcoholic and depressed, 50% of that ends up in death. Ooh. So it's it's a very hard-hitting song. Yeah, I got but a little But that, that's kind there. of my... That's good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good kind of my goal, though, because if we're, not re- if we're not hitting people deep, we're not making a difference. And that's one thing I always tell my friends is, you know, like, I will answer the phone anytime you call. If I don't answer the first time, call again, and I will answer. Because I, I, I am always going to be there for my friends and family. They're, they're very important to me, and no one deserves to die. No one. Community is a is like uh not it's underappreciated and under yeah like um just taken into consideration with mental health a strong community of friends that support you and aren't fucking like always bringing you down you know exactly so important and we sometimes you're stuck with certain people that are negative and can't help themselves because they're so wrapped up in their own pain that or whatever you know mm-hmm. it is and they're con- like always kind of pissing on your flame you know mm-hmm. like you want people to ignite that flame to stoke that flame to blow more oxygen on exactly that. and that's a huge component of success is the mastermind group, which I'm so grateful that I have a group of like-minded individuals. Matt mm-hmm. from Ohana. I'm going to shout him out. Corey from <laughs> Elevation Hydration. Morgan from Luna Floats Ball. He just sold it. He's out in Taos now, living on a ranch. But um, we got we brought on Arn, who's just a, like an independent investor, and Max, a chiropractor. Point is, these guys are all 
shooting for the stars, you know, going for their dreams. And so am I. And together we all support each other in our triumphs and challenges. And, you know, um, seeing them do well, I'm happy for them. But at the same time, I can't let them beat me. So now I got to step up my game to rise to the occasion. I'm a capitalist. I'm a competitor. I like this country system that we, you know, work under. I knew the rules when I got started a long time ago. And I, and I, I knew I had to do something crazy to break through out of the rat race of the cubicle, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's, you know, you can spend your life there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, competitiveness is a lot of what drives us, which I really, really like because, um, whether it's like with your company or as an athlete, or even if you're an artist, you are competing against someone to be better, which is what I really like about competition is because you're always trying to be better. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just to better yourself. Totally. Because sometimes you are your only competition, but that's still competition. Yeah. You're not as good as uh, you're only as good as your last performance, you know, and then you can always get better when you compare yourself to like golf, for example. I just started, I'm horrible at it, by the way. And I just started playing again because a friend of mine asked me to go and I was, and I, my dad had taken me out quite a few times when I was young and I could just never really get it. You gotta, it's just really tricky. It's, it's a big mental game. Um, a lot of times shooting and golf are very closely related just because of the, the level of mental uh, strength that you have to have to be able to do both. Um, and and it, it's, it's very interesting to learn about because I, I, I really try to similar. study the sport. Yeah. Yeah. But breathing, sequence of events you know, that occur from start to finish to from yeah, swing the, to like you said the the breathing the fluidity yeah. of the movement the mm-hmm. stability you have to have a lot of stability for both because if wow. you're not if you're not properly grounded in in golf or shooting you're not going to be able to hit exactly where you want to go yeah no and that's a great tip i might have to like if like grounded uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, I did have a really good session when I, my friend invited me to go play. So I went and practiced by myself and I was, I surprised myself at how well I did by myself. But then when we went and played, I was back to my old, like, I don't know, in my head and I'm shanking balls left and right into the woods and I lost a lot of balls, but <laughs> Um, so it's, it's, but it's cool. It's really like what I like about it, I guess, is it's kind of just like being in nature and it's a good way to get out and hang with the boys, I guess, and just kind of chill. But that, that reminded me of something that I was going to say earlier about the current age of technology and disabilities, if you will. Mm -hmm. And the, just potential for some breakthroughs, you know, like, do you feel like, cause my Achilles is fucked. I'm, I've been walking with a limp for 
years now. I can't run. Um, mm-hmm. I can do like exercise machines and stuff, but for whatever reason, I can't. It's it feels like there's shards of glass in my Achilles. I need to figure out exactly what's going on. Somebody mentioned that it might be gout. I'm going to look into that because if that would fix it, that would be great. I love running, but I would if I could. You know, if technology advanced to the point where I could just get a new foot slash bottom, you know, part of my leg, then mm-hmm. I would I would do that. I think maybe not the first one, but I'd watch how, I mean, and are you optimistic at all about these types of things? Have you heard, do you, are you, do you keep pay attention to that? Well, Imagine. yeah, yes and no. So I would say the biggest thing is, is that we need something that pushes us forward in that. Um, because for the longest time, prosthetics were awful. Mm-hmm. I, I know that because I, I started with some of the worst prosthetics. It was called a drop knee, and it was literally just a pin. That was that was the knee. And now I have robotic prosthetics that help me walk. The, as soon as I put pressure on the toe, that's when it allows the leg to bend. And then as soon as I pick up the leg, the hydraulics make the leg swing forward. And it's it's incredible how far it's come. But as a community, as, as a whole, humans in general, if we are put under some kind of stress, put under something that almost requires us to push harder against it to become better, that's when we will get better. Um, necessity is the mother of invention? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I hate to say it, but there is one good thing that comes out of war when we have so many you know veterans that are are, are d- disabled veterans we need something to help them live their life better because that community grew pretty significantly not yeah. too long ago yeah so they were pushing really hard to really up the level of engineering in our prosthetics which really boosted the the advances in prosthetics that we have today. I do believe that it will eventually get good enough to where you don't even feel like you're missing a limb. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah. That's where I think it's, they're talking about Neuralink, where they're going to link computers with the brain. And that's, you know, I mean, like it's, it's amazing. Can, right. If they can com- connect a computer with the brain, they can connect a computer with your nervous system. Like, and you know, and uh, movies are usually a prequel to what is to come in the future. And I'm, you know, like in Star Wars, Luke Skywalker got that new hand and he's like looking at the little things in his wrists and he's been in his fingers and it's all working. I mean, it could have, mm-hmm. it just something, like you said, I think something needs to be the catalyst, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. That was a, that's, we call that a callback. <laughs> and, and that's kind of that's that's why I, I I have my artist name as Catalyst because of that exact definition. That's pretty cool. I think I want to hear I want to hear Oceanside. Is that what mm-hmm. it's called? Yep. Oceanside, yeah. By Catalyst on Apple Music. You can yep. also find. This, this podcast, wherever you're listening to it, we're available on all 
of the uh, platforms. I think. Perfect. Yeah, what's, I'm trying to think of one that we're not on. I think we're on all of them. So awesome. It is all audio. Obviously, you're listening to this, but we we'll go video one day. I'm not in a hurry. And again, it's all an exercise to me in communication. And you know, the goal is to. I wanted. I always wanted to kind of be like a motivational speaker. Oh yeah, because, that that's definitely a goal of mine at some point as well. Um, and and actually, I want to become a counselor, not to like back back you away from what you were saying. Please continue your your sentence. But I definitely know that feeling, like wanting to become a motivational speaker, a counselor, like one of those people that goes up on stage and really like fires up the crowd yeah. and gets them motivated to do something, being a catalyst in the world. A catalyst. There it is again. Yes. Um, <laughs> that could be your stage name or whatever. That's a pretty, that's actually a very good description for a motivational speaker. Cause that's what mm-hmm. they do. They catalyze. Is that how you catalyze? I'm like, not sure. I'm not either. <laughs> Look that up. Put it in the show notes. Stephen <laughs> Stephen does our show notes. Shout out to Stephen Sumati. If you ever want to do yoga on, I think Sunday mornings live on Facebook, he's always putting out a nice Kundalini yoga session. But nice. dang, what was I going to say before that? Catalyst. You want oh, to be, so, you want to be well, a motivational speaker? And be and why would I want to do that? Because. They like when I listen to Tony Robbins, maybe that, but more accurately, Napoleon Hill and um, Napoleon Hill, Bob Proctor, uh, some of these other guys. And we all have our the guys that we listen to. There's a lot of different motivational speakers out there. Mm-hmm. Those two are my favorite. Napoleon Hill, he wrote Think and Grow Rich. Definitely read that if you want to be rich. It is the Bible for success, <laughs> I promise you promise you any other book will contain theories and anecdotes whatever lessons from this book this is the the grant it was written in like 1908 the only predecessor to it would be like the uh stone tablet what is the emerald tablets of uh, greece where it talked about the what is it just like the mean not not the meaning of life but the secrets of life the secrets to life you know, which they speak of in the movie The Secret or the book The Secret, which is just like visualization, faith, hard work, effort, and stuff. But like it all starts in the mind and yeah. in the desire, the wanting it. And these guys help you, you know, kind of break out of old habits, old thinking patterns, new ways of thinking and being really just being a way there's a way of being successful and Mm -hmm. it's not just the way you think i mean it's but it starts there yeah and so think and grow rich the other one is the science of getting rich by wallace waddles a lot easier to read that one wallace waddles the science of getting rich it's really short simple to the point i think they're written pretty close in time frame they're both available online for free, I'm pretty sure. But anyways, awesome. I like to promote those things because of the benefits I got out of it. Of You know, they even talk about fasting. I mean, there's so many different principles of success that are, you know, are not just 
work hard, you know, eating right, treating people right, harmony, mm-hmm. persistence, desire, and te- you know, a team like a, mi- a mastermind group that people you surround yourself with. And that, so there's a it's all if there's a blueprint, people, I'm telling you, you don't have to figure it out for yourself. I'm trying to tell you right now, and I'm talking to you too. But you're all, you're already got you already got gold. I don't need to tell you how to be successful. <laughs> Oh, we're always striving to be better, though. Yeah. And I I think that's kind of every athlete. Um, One thing that I've definitely noticed is everyone here, no matter what level they're at, whether they're the best in the world or just beginning, they're always trying to be better because that's another, that's the same thing with, um, like I said, we need something to push us forward. That's the exact same way. or the exact same thing because eventually someone will beat Usain Bolt's speed record. Yeah. Eventually someone will beat the amount of medals that Michael Phelps has and his swimming speeds. Eventually yeah. all of these things will happen, but we need the people to work hard enough to do so. We need something that pushes us to that next level. Well, and that shows us a lot of times just showing us it can be done is mm-hmm. a huge impact. For instance, ice baths, highly recommend you do them, highly recommend everyone get into it. It's mind boggling and eye opening. But I, when I first started a couple months ago, I would get in and I'd be like, <laughs> like freaking out. I could stay in there for like a minute and I thought I was this accomplishing this great feat and then Mm -hmm. my team came in from san antonio and i was like okay let's let's do the ice baths because i saw them doing it in san antonio and so we did a session here yeah and seeing them do it in the same water i was doing it for like five minutes without freaking out just like sitting there i'm like oh okay so now i'm you know immediately immediately after seeing them do that i was like okay i gotta like get it together and i kept my cool and i slowly increased over you know a few weeks to the five minutes and then now i do like seven i can just i could keep going you know your body Mm -hmm. do something to the mind to the body to adjust to what's happening and you just deal with it and i and it's such a great exercise in stress management because you're like stressed. It's a stressful situation and you got to like breathe through it. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. I've done it uh, twice. Yeah. I was not a big fan. Um, I mean, eventually you get to the point where you're, you're in there long enough where it almost stops affecting you. Yeah. So that's when, when your body adjusts completely and you don't feel it anymore. Yeah. You can just go ahead and I think that's the time you can go ahead and get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I give a impression that I'm getting in ice baths. Me personally, still to this day, I get, I just put the water as cold as it can go mm-hmm. and I get in. I might put a little bit of ice in, but I'm not like in a full on ice bath. It's yeah. just, we, co- we but have... Colorado water is freezing. Just that's like, true. Yeah, so we actually have an ice bath, um, like regulated type thing here at the training center. We have a lot of different, um, you know, exercise equipment and um, 
you know, things to help us physically. We've got a hot tub and an ice bath almost right next to each other. Um, and that that is professional grade. I mean, it's the same type of thing that like football players and of course MMA fighters and wrestlers use. Yeah, I would, I would, I would recommend. It's called the Finland method or whatever, and you get, you do the sauna, get an ice bath, go back in the sauna, go back in the ice bath, and do that a few times, and mm-hmm. whatever it does, it does something. But like, I feel when you're twenty or nineteen, how old are you? Nineteen. I'll be yeah. turning twenty in January. Yeah. So, you know your body is already running at an optimal level just because you got all the juices flowing. You're young. You got all the hormones kicking in at a <laughs> like maximum. So doing these other things while would still be beneficial, I feel like maybe the, what you would notice as a benefit would be very small. You might be like, well, I'm already like, I'm not going to run any, whatever to perform any better per se you might like a, a small such a small fraction but as you get older we call mm-hmm. we'll just we call these like performance enhancing um therapies and, and i like feel so much better i mean it's so noticeable the inflammation the pain like you get when you're older and you've just been dealing with injuries for a long time is mm-hmm. significantly reduced i mean i was taking advil or ibuprofen daily for years i mean not daily but like often and since doing starting the ice baths it's like there's no need to take any kind of pain mm-hmm. medication which is great or anti-inflammatory and my mood is better so and that's awesome yeah so when you're like i said when you're as you get older just keep keep these things in mind because there's a lot of tricks biohacks to definitely uh, live in your best life as you get older excited to have you in thank you so much for joining yeah, thank me. you if uh if you guys didn't hear that he's uh, stetson barfield 2020 on instagram oceanside by catalyst on all the music players check <laughs> it out shout out to sheath underwear and oh yeah sheath yeah she definitely sheath for sure all day uh, thank you Stetson thank you thank you everyone again once again another episode of the Robert Patton Global I'm very grateful for all of you who do listen tell your friends give us a five star rating it's much appreciated I, I think it's pretty good I don't know it's getting better so uh, we'll just keep getting better at this and then spreading love good energy positive messages and uh, good conversations so Thanks a lot and bye-bye.